well, hello everybody, and welcome to another edition of music, the Music Video Land podcast, brought to you by your super good friends. I'm VDB, the Internet Music Video Database. This is episode 102. Or sorry, 103. Sorry, that was a, that was a very gr- grievous mistake. Uh, my name is Adam Farum, one of the guys who enters data into IMVDB all day, every day. And with me, as usual, is Mr. Doug Klinger from Pompano Beach, Florida. Doug, how are you? Doing, doing super good. Hanging out in Pompano Beach. That's good. It's a place Doug will never leave. He'll die there. Um, and then we have uh, uh, Canada. I, don't, I hope Adam won't die in Canada. Uh, it is Adam Alexander from Fringe Music Fix. Adam, how you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Um, and then with us on the podcast tonight... We have a special guest. You pro- you may know him from his Twitter handle, The Black, uh, or maybe from his acting work from the Vitalik stamina video as the detective, or also from the directing duo uh, Black Two Slashes Doctor, um, Mr. Chris Black. How you doing, Chris? Or my my producing work as well. That's right. Okay, sorry, I had four items here and I skipped over one. That's right. Nice. Hi. Hey. Thanks for having me, you guys. I appreciate it. No problem. Um, and I mentioned people may notice you from your your uh, the black Twitter handle because you are a prodigious Twitter user. Um, oh yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> over the f- past few, or I think I think today you were tweeting about um, the new Sky Ferrera video that I guess is yeah. one of the videos that we'll talk about, um, directed by Grant Singer, which is. Somebody who's, who Sky Ferreira has worked with pretty much exclusively. All her videos are directed by her. Um, since, uh, at least since her like re rebrand, she did that uh, really weird um, Terry Richardson uh, video where she covers herself in lipstick. So if you're not familiar with uh, Sky Ferreira lipstick video, look for that. I did not know that was Terry Richardson. Okay, she's worked also worked with Mark Klausfeld. I'm I'm getting uh, an education here. All all white pop stars have like an obligation to work with Terry Richardson at least once. You know he's <laughs> got is. he's got to like, at least finger bang them once. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it is written that he it's in everybody's contract that he has to do that. It is a rule. We um, should have like a, a check mark on the site for like those pages. Check finger banged by Terry Richardson. Right. Um, we could kind of yeah. try Just that. have a thumbs up, the <laughs> Facebook thumbs up, you know? You know, like I, I tweet, or not even just tweet, just discuss with, you know, friends and peers, um, you know, tropes in music videos. And one of the tropes in this uh, Sky Ferrera video is like, you know, the hood. You know, that's a big thing for me, is uh, seeing all these videos of, uh, you know, pop stars or, you know, uh, artists that, you know, really don't belong there or even, I guess, to a degree, directors who have no idea about it. You know, it's just a cool thing to do. Um, so I saw the video and, you know, a lot of people, you know, I hadn't heard of the backlash really till until today. And then I read up on it and, you know, people are saying it's racist and, you know, this and that. Um, like, I don't feel that it's racist per se. It's more just like it's been done. It, a, it's been done. And B, why? You know, like what does like Sky Ferreira have to do, you know, being in the hood? She's this gang leader. I mean, come on now. Like, you know, I mean, black people are cool, no doubt. <laughs> but, you know, like we, we've seen this before, you know, there's no need to like, like what other story can you tell of, you know, an artist going to the hood? How can you tell the hood story differently? You know, um, and I, I just think it's whack. You know, I think it's just lazy filmmaking, you know, so. And so you've mentioned a lot of, like you mentioned, tr- tropes that you picked out. 
And one of them, one of the ideas you had is you're going to do a video of the blackest man in the whitest sub- suburb, uh, with all the white people tropes, good credit, marriage, etc. Yeah, I mean, you know, I th- I feel like you know, as a black man slash director slash what have you, you know, it's only right for me to just do the opposite of what everyone else does, right? You know, just have a really like just a Nigerian dark man, like maybe Jaimin Hansu or you know, <laughs> you know Idris Elba have them just like placed in this white suburb, you know, good marriage. You know, he wakes up, has breakfast with his wife, kids, <laughs> his kids are A, a plus students, you know, let, let me just do the opposite. I think you know, uh, music videos deserve that at least, you know, since everybody wants to do the hood, let's just do the opposite. You know, I'm all about being different and, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> would that, would that by default then make that stuff cool? Like it is, will suddenly like doing your taxes no, I mean, and it, it probably won't make it cool. It'll just make black people less threatening, you know. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> you know, that's you know. I, I I like that video already. You should do that video. I like it. You know, I have no. I'm I'm tossing around some ideas. You might see something like in a couple weeks, exclusive. So I was wondering, you know, tropes are kind of something that we talk about a lot on the podcast. One of them, one of our favorites is the mansion music video um, that takes place exclusively in a rented mansion. Um, so I was just wondering, what are you, some of your, I don't, maybe not favorite, but the things you, you are constantly seeing over and over in, you know, the recent music videos? You know, obviously like the hood or, you know, black people, what have you, which, and again, I don't, I want to clarify, like, you can have black people in your video, but like show us like in a different light. Why do we, we're always in the hood. We're always, you know, um, thugged out, you know, and some videos call for that, you know, and I, and I get that, but then there's some videos where you're just like, ah, come on now, you know, um, as far as tropes, like drug use people, you know, (laughs) it's a very specific one, you know, putting a pill on somebody's tongue, or, um, you know, I, I'm tired of seeing, like, tracking from behind, the over-the-shoulder, uh, man, um, angsty white teenagers, you know, being sad and crying, <laughs> walking around. It's like, you know, like, like, I, I'm, like, that's boring, you know? I mean, not A, not only do I not relate to that, but it's like, like, what does that treatment look like, you know? All right, so we're going ha- to have this angsty white kid. He's very upset. And we're going to show it and he's crying. And that's, you know, some weird deep explanation about the song. Like, come on now. <laughs> he's well, he's got to be in the forest. It's important that he's in the woods. Oh, the fo- oh man. Floating in the forest. Oh, God. <laughs> Floating in the fucking forest. God damn. I, I'm, I'm um, actually I mean, crying right now, one... boys. So I'm, I'm crying right now. I mean, not in the forest, <laughs> but I am a white guy crying. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, there. I've seen, like, there's one, like, forest floating in the forest video that i love um it's uh floor manu the m83 uh video i'm not sure the name i think it's is it m83 i know floor and manu directed it yeah yeah um, from, la- from from last year maybe late 2012 i know the one you're talking about that, one, that one's dope that one's dope to me but it's like i saw a video um and i know you guys know it but it's like these cheer like uh like a dance squad or cheer uh I don't know, cheerleaders or something dancing in a forest. And you're like, okay, okay, cool. Last few minutes, they're floating in the fucking air. Like, why? <laughs> floating, just, that was just so you know, though, white people float. 
That's what we do. White people do float. You guys are very, you know, float worthy. Particularly, Canadian, particularly Canadian. Uh, Canadians are, are very um, lighter than air. They're known for that. I'm floating okay. right now. No, I, I, I wanted to bring up a trope, and it and it appears in two of this week's music videos. And I guess maybe it's not a trope because they got paid to do it, but it's um, it's a product placement. Does that count as a trope? Let's let's determine that first. I mean, it's it's one it's one of those things. It's a necessary evil, I guess. I mean, I don't really fuck with it, but um, I understand it. I think I think maybe I'm just so um desensitized to it that i just like ignore it you know um and yeah two of the videos it's and it's by the same company you know um the, the, the two that you, the, the two from this week you mean and then that's yeah, the two videos from this week same right. company you know we all we've all seen it and we all know it it's the um, same shot i think and they might have used the same hand and just even though um, one is Wiz Khalifa and the other is Cody Simpson, they don't have the same right. looking hands. But they—it's uh, literally the same shot of the of the Beats, um, the Beats headphones app or something. I don't even know what it is. But it's, um, uh, yeah, the the new music uh, service and the pill also Beats pill. Yeah. pill. Um, so you know, you, like th- that's cool, but it's like like what I want to do: Capri Sun product placement. Like fuck <laughs> with me, you know. Or hot pockets, like. <laughs> you know? that, so, have you ever like? Are you just like outwardly like, yo, hot pockets, come hit hit us up for the next for the next video? Like, yeah. is that is you just yeah. trying to put those vibes out there? <laughs> you know, I mean, being a director, you don't make a lot of money, so you got to eat somehow. Right. So I can do, you know, throw some hot pocket product placement in. Maybe they'll give me a year supply, and I'll be good. You know, same thing with Capri Sun. You know? <laughs> Could you do you think like, that's enough? Like if you got a year's supply of Capri Sun and Hot Pockets, like that's kind of set. I'll make it last. <laughs> and it's funny that when I think of like um, the, a franchise that has had a kind of had a stranglehold on music videos for the past few years, it is definitely the Blank by Dre. Before we got on the podcast, I was watching for some reason a Party Rock Anthem. Um, by <laughs> LMFAO, directed by Mickey Finnegan, which is from like 2011, um, and that has the Beats by Dre headphones. And then you know, right. fast forward a few years m- with Miley Cyrus, and the, there's that famous opening shot with the um, Beats by Dre, Dre pill. And now they have this sort of RDO slash Spotify competitor that is a um, right. you know an app thing, and they've they've got it everywhere. I mean, we see product placements for stuff all the time, but they're they seem to have like a a, a um, line going through everything. Um, they're very, very into marketing through music videos. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, 50 Cent said that Interscope Records is basically Beats Records, you know, and um, I think a lot of the videos uh, that you see with, like, you know, the Beats and all the product placement, um, they're, I think, they're probably the majority, you know, Interscope artists. So, you know, it makes sense. Like, if this, is, if this artist is signed to my label and I have this product, why not, you know? And I guess that maybe goes, that says something about the artist. Maybe the artist is a product as well. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you know, there are, it's funny because um, we, we originally started this music, our, our site as Filmed Insert, which was a name for music videos, and we changed it to IMDb. Yeah. And then, you know, there are other names that kind of include pr- promo uh like promo news for for example um which you know i don't know if it's just like a a british thing or whatever but whenever i think of that i think of commercials you know promo you know promos so that there's yeah exactly we've all we've talked to you know many producers and things like that who who, that, that definitely view 
music videos as, as commercials first and foremost. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I think that that's a fair, that's a fair assessment, you know? Um, but I, but I also think that you can do music videos without having it be commercial, you know, uh, it's, it's almost like the, you know, the indie filmmaker kind of thing versus the Hollywood studio system. Um, you know, I, I think you can make music videos and not have it be, you know, you could just be a lover of music and love film and make something dope and just cause, you know, and it's not, it's not necessarily, uh, Hey, let me promote this artist. It's, you know, it's, it's no different than people adapt books. You know, it's like you read a book and you're like, Oh wow, this would be great visually. And then you adapt the book and you see it on the you know theater screen. So I think, you know, we can, we can still do that. We can still, uh, make art quote unquote are there uh other than yourself are there some other directors out there that you would say are are doing that in particular i i i'll say that i like hiro morai i think he's doing dope stuff he's just doing he's just a creative dude the stuff he does is you know um each video is very visually stunning you know and when i watch it i'm i'm watching it purely for the visual aesthetic and you know um so i think he's one um who else? I think, you know, AG, AG's dope. Um, I, yeah, that's, I mean, there, there are a couple others. I can't really think of them. You know, they'll come to me, but I, you know, I do have my eye on a few people who I'm just like, yo, they're sick, you know, and I love what they do because you can tell that they like really love music, you know, and that's, that's the place I try to come from when, you know, um, working on any kind of project is like, I have to love the music first. And, you know, that's, that's what I think of first is the music, um, rather than like, you know, who's going to, or like, like, let me do the cool thing or who's going to see this. You know, it's like, I'm focused on the music. This is kind of self-serving because we have a new feature on the site, which is audio commentaries. And, uh, one of the videos that we have an audio commentary for is Stamina by Vitalik, which you are featured in as an actor. And I know you do a lot of directing and producing work, but I was wondering, how did you, cause it's, this is like a central role in this. You're not, we've talked to you know, video commissioners and producers and stuff who have done cameos and stuff before, but this is kind of like a leading acting role. And I was wondering right. how you, how you fell into that. Uh, my friend, uh, Sarah Park, she produced the video. Um, she hit me up and was like, Hey, like, do you want to be, uh, do you want to be in this music video? And me, you know, like I love, I love acting and all that shit. I love being in anything, you know, as you can tell, I love being the center of attention. So I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so she, uh, you know, I went down to the audition and met Saman for the first time, you know, and I had heard of him. I'd seen his work before. Um, and you know, I auditioned and he, you know, loved it and was like, yo, you want to be in this? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know? So, (laughs) (laughs) and you know, the funny thing too, is when it came out, um, or even before it actually came out, a lot of people had seen it, but everyone was like, oh, you did such a great job. You did such a great job. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and then I saw it and I was like, I was like, all right, this isn't cool. This isn't bad, you know, but all I did was just stare, stare very intensely, <laughs> you know, and ran. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I think the video is dope. I think it's dope, but, you know, and a lot of people just said I did well. So, you know, I guess I got to, I got to take it, take it where I can get it, you know. They had a pretty crazy rig or something for that running, running scene, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, you know, it's, um, oh, what is that? That it's like. Snorri cam? 
Snorri cam, thank you. The Snorri cam is made for, you know, very thin model types, and I am not that, which I'm totally fine with. So, you know, it was a little janky. It was a little janky, and Saman had me running for like hours and hours and hours through the city of Los Angeles in my boxers <laughs> or a tank top or a wife beater, whatever. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I had fun other than the running. So we should talk about some of the music videos of the week because, yeah. uh, Chris, you mentioned Hiro Murai and he has been, and he's warned us about this over Twitter, that he's been kind of, he's March and April are big months for him in terms of releases. And he right. has a new music video, Sweatpants by Childish Gambino. Hero is, has kind of come out with a string of videos, um, particularly for um, this co- style of hip-hop artist, this kind of Earl Sweatshirt, Childish Gambino kind of skateboarder, hip-hop artist. Um, he's he's like kind of been on a roll with, with these videos, these really dreamy kind of dark videos. And this one kind of comes along that same line. It's got, it starts with, uh, Childish Gambino walking into kind of a, a rundown diner. I guess it's not that rundown. It's just a diner. And um, uh, he kind of walks through it um, with uh, Ari Robbins' Steadicam uh, following around the diner. And then he once he goes outside, things start to get even even stranger. He comes back inside, um, and it's suddenly what was once the back door is now the front door. And some of the patrons in the diner have um, become Childish Gambino as well. And so he goes to the diner again. The same thing happens. Front door turns into back door. And then the whole um, diner is now filled with Gambinos. And then uh, after that point, um, my favorite part of the video hits. And it's like this really crazy um, kind of like eerie forest scene. And he's singing a different song. And he's all these crazy lights and fogs and people dancing. And um, that's, that's how the video ends with, with that stuff. How would I do, guys? Pretty good. Is anyone floating? Uh, There's no, no floating. floating. No floating. Wi- no, floating. <laughs> no floating white people in this one. <laughs> no, no sad white people either. No, no. no. I, and I, no. I kind of a, a stoic, <laughs> stoic childish Gambino, which has kind of been the um, persona that he's taken on, especially since the beginning of this, uh, since starting to promote this most recent album. He's kind of uh, taken on this this never super happy disposition. Um, yeah. And, and, and exists in this video. I think I, I agree with you on the uh, the second half of the video was like my absolute favorite. Um, I think the the tone of it, the the dancers were great, um, and you know I think I think matching that part of the song it was it was perfect. You know the diner stuff, the diner stuff was I it was I it wasn't bad, um, but you know I could I. I think when the when the video started, I kind of saw where it was going. I knew what was going to happen, kind of thing. Um, but you know, it's still a, it's still a solid video. I don't. Yeah. Doug, do you remember what the what the comedy group was that they had? Yeah, Dana? it was a Derek Derek comedy. Derek comedy, the- yeah. There's a so there's a character on the thing on the third pass when he comes in. There's a character that looks exactly like the, and we'll link to it in the show notes. There's a skit where they do a spelling bee. And he's dressed up almost exactly like the the spelling bee Proctor in oh, that that's, skit. That's such a good. That's such a good one. That's got Dan Ekman in it. Actually, Dan Ekman is part of that comedy troupe. He normally uh, who directed some of the early Childish Gambino videos. Um, he's in that Derek comedy comedy troupe, and he's I think he's the he's the guy who keeps opening the book in that in that opening the dictionary. That's right. Remember? Yeah, and he has been on this podcast too. He was a he guest. has. Yeah. He has. 
He has. And Shout Adam, out Dan Ackman. Give big ups, Dan. Um, big ups. I'm sure he's up. listening. Yeah. He does. He's, he emailed me and told me he did. Um, the one impressive thing that a lot of people have been talking about um, in this video is that they there was no motion control use and that it, that the Steadicam was all just um, Ari Robbins and that's uh, that's cool. Yeah. Apparently, I I don't uh, know too much about stuff, but that seems complicated. Uh, I've never tried it. Um, Steadicam or motion control or anything cool, but um, that seems it <laughs> seems complicated. Seems complicated. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I so you you would know better than us, I suppose. No, I mean, I you know, I, I definitely heard a lot of people saying, "Oh, the motion control is great," but you know, like you could tell that it's not motion control, um, yeah. just because of you know the the way the uh, the childish Gambino heads were you know articulating on the other bodies. Right. I mean, I I think that that is cool in itself too, because you know, rather than doing it like super sleek. Like it's it's supposed to be weird. So if you know if the if the you know the heads don't match the body movements, you know I think it's still it's still it works. You know it doesn't it's not not a perfect thing. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know. Yeah, I, I think they they did they did little stuff like that intentionally. Like like for example, in the second pass, how um like there's a couple making out outside, and instead of having him be the male character he's the female character and like he's in a dress and it's kind of jarring i think that kind of plays toward towards that idea as well a little bit and um he he pulls off the dress which is cool <laughs> he's looking good in the dress yeah you keep mentioning ari robbins steadicam like it's a like it's a trademark or something like it's a brand name he's the man a lot of people go to him because he he's not only is he just a good dude and funny and pleasant to be with on set but he you know his he's Look at his work. You know his work is pretty, uh, pretty top notch. So, and you can you can look at his work on our website because he's also a very frequent user of our website and has uh, been very forthcoming with all of his credit information. So you know, giving him a little shout out in my blog in the blog. Least we could do. Least we could do for the steady Jew. Steady Jew is what he goes by. Steady Jew. Yeah, he's got it on his little uh, harness. It says it right there. Steady Jew. He just needs to get it engraved because right now it's, I think it's like tape. <laughs> uh, a masking tape, and it says "Steady Jew." Let's, you know what we should do? We should chip in and get him a, you know, uh, engraved "Steady Jew" harness. What, do you, what do you guys that. say? I'm down. I got. Uh, I got. Kickstarter tomorrow. It's like when you uh, didn't like when you first start your job at Blockbuster. They give you just the Blockbuster tag with it with it taped, and then after a year, you get the engraved one. Right. I know that because I worked at Blockbuster. So right. bragging, <laughs> bragging about that. Taking the chance to brag about Blockbuster. Right, I know. It was a great place. I grew up on Blockbuster. It's weird. Me too. Uh, well, we should mention that um, we're big into First on the Podcast, and we always go over the number one video in terms of, I guess, what we've been, or what we're tracking. We try to tr track as many videos as possible, but sometimes it's a little overwhelming. Um, but number one on the charts right now, we have It's On Again by Alicia Keys, featuring a number of people, including Kendrick Lamar. And uh, uh, Pharrell Williams and Hans Zimmer. Well, Pharrell is is very gently in the song. I think uh, he and he, yeah he produced the song also. Right, and then it's Hans Zimmer because he, he it's um from the uh, Spider Man soundtrack, right? And he is the composer of that soundtrack. I think I don't. I actually don't know how Hans Zimmer finds his way in there either. Yeah, he's probably the composer. Adam Alexander sense. coming in with the facts. I think so. You're right. 
Well, well, we should just mention real quick that this is the first time, I think in a, in a yeah. while, at least a, a year, that we've seen a number one video for the week from a, a, a motion picture, like from a film. Because this, this is a, you know, we've had a lot of videos that have like clips of movies in them. This had clips of movies from Spider-Man, The, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, um, 2. It, yeah, and um, and it and it ends up being number one on on the charts. It's kind of a, a rarity. It is strange, and 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 I guess the the video kind of thematically is kind of similar to maybe what the movie will be like. But it's not like they tie the clips in at all. They basically just cut to them hard hard cuts to Spider Man from from Alicia Keys. I like Kendrick Lamar in this video, though. I mean, not him. I guess not in the video, but he's nice to listen to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The intro is cool. Uh, I felt like the uh, the Spider-Man clips. Uh, obviously, it's a promotion for the movie, but they they felt a little out of place. They could have probably somehow transitioned those a little better. But the video as a whole, the the shots of Alicia Keys, she looks smoking hot in this video. It was a cool video. I liked it. Maybe just drop the Spider-Man in this one if we could. We can't, but we could, if we could. But we should just mention that this Alicia Keys right. video is directed by uh, Rich Lee, who um, has directed some of your favorites, like having Eminem fly around a city and not afraid. Lots of Eminem videos. Uh, I mean, it it had a look that I that was familiar to me, and I couldn't, you know, uh, it, it, you know. Usually, I like to watch the video, and then I find out who directed it, and then I saw it was Rich Lee, and I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. It's got that look. Just like you know, the monster and all the other ones, Rap God, he did as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, the video was cool. It was I. Right. It was I. Right. You know, I think um, uh, Pharrell being the, you know, the uh, running the city kind of thing with his little beats machine. I think that was kind of eh, you know. But I think a video like this, when you have you know three powerhouse artists, you you know the 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 challenge is finding a role for them. You know, clearly you have you have Alicia as the singer, um, you have uh, Kendrick as the the rapper, and I guess he was kind of like, you know, you know the leader of the troops, if you will. Uh, you have Hans Zimmer just conducting his heart out in the middle of the city. You know, um, so yeah, it, 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 the challenge is finding a role for each of them. Um, I, the corny part, I, I thought this was very corny, is when. You know, towards the end of the video, it's all four of them and they're standing face to face and they're like having like a cipher, you know, like imagine Hans, you know, Hans Zimmer, like, uh, you know, rapping, Kendrick, spinning flows, you know, that's what it looked like. It looked kind of, it was a little corny, so. but it was I all think, right. I, I think Hans Zimmer could hold his own with Kendrick. I don't know. He's, he's, he's pretty dope. Um, th- this video reminded me a little bit of um, a couple of videos that feature puff daddy um um victory yeah victory video victory and and come with me right both victory and come with me have this same vibe and and come with me um uh is uh also a soundtrack from the godzilla soundtrack so it's got that vibe for sure and adam don't worry i won't tell our uh our story about that song there's also like in the initial like kendrick lamar verse where he's kind of like crouching down i did get a little bit of a buster rhymes victory vibe there yeah that's yeah. i get that i get that there yeah, yeah. for sure and he's a, he's rasping back and my people make a where the fuck you at where my bitches is at where my niggas is at that's that's very accurate that's a great i'm i'm glad adam mentioned buster rhymes man that's yeah when you said that took me back 
it's funny because we had um or when he was like thin and not buff and like he, he's he's fluctuated in size he used to, he used to not be thin either right <laughs> like wasn't he wasn't he like sort of rounded for a while maybe not maybe not yeah, he, he was always a thin dude and then you know then he cut the hair and just got buff you know we had Jonathan Delgado, who is the editor from this from that video, Victory by Puff Daddy, um, on the podcast. Strangely enough, anytime we have anybody who's even tangentially related to the podcast, we um, have to mention it. We have yeah. to mention contractually. So we'll te- shout te- out. Technically, Victory is Puff Daddy and the family. Um, we can't leave the family uh, out. Um, let's move on, though. Let's move on to another video from this week that features someone looking into their cell phone at the beginning of it to start their their new Beats streaming video player, and that's Surfboard by Cody Simpson, directed by the Young Astronauts. Uh, did did yeah. you guys did you guys love this video? I, I did not watch the entire. I watched literally thirty seconds of it. <laughs> I I, just... I I did not watch this whole video either. Um, you don't uh, have I, to. Really. I made it a little bit further than thirty seconds. So <laughs> how how far did Adam Alexander? Adam Alexander actually explain this video to the point that you stopped watching it. I actually watched the whole thing. I made so, it okay. beginning Good. to end. Beginning to end. The uh, the female model uh, kept my attention throughout the entire duration. She was a very beautiful woman, and I had to uh, push through. I had to push through. You, you couldn't just Google like beautiful woman and stare at that. You could have. You could have. Cause, cause, I mean, I mean, there's not a whole lot to the video. It's, it's, uh, it's a dude and uh, and his woman and uh, and a surfboard. And I guess maybe they're they're going through the process of, of kind of uh, finishing off the surfboard, maybe like fabricating it a little bit. But uh, yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot to this. But uh, but I made it through. I made it through. And then after the video ended, you googled you googled pictures of of ladies. That's still, yeah, that was still part of your day, so that's good. Very, very surfboard ladies. Man, you're I just strong that right in. <laughs> I went to you went to, Adam went to Google.ca, yeah. the Canadian Google, and typed in uh, beautiful ladies. Yeah. Beautiful surf, surfer ladies. S- Surfboardladies.ca. Google it. Um, we always like to talk about meta videos on the podcast, and this week saw a very meta video that included a actor playing the actual director of the video, and that was Crime by Real Estate, directed by Tom Sharpling. Um, and they have an actor, Andy Daly, playing Tom Sharpling, who actually opens up the video talking about how he has no money, and he's had to, for some reason, farm out the con- <laughs> concept of the video to three people, which have given him money for some reason to right. create for the concept of the video. Um because they all have thing, things they want to promote. They all have things they want to promote, be it pottery or a Thai restaurant. Um, or and Westboro I, Baptist Church. Westboro Baptist <laughs> Church also features right. in there. Um, but <laughs> I just found it interesting because we haven't seen a, a kind of meta video in a while. And this, in terms of meta videos, this one is really direct. I mean, it's kind of somebody playing Tom Sharpling by name, looking at the camera, telling you that he's broke. And uh, at the end of the video, it's kind of funny because he says... Uh, did you like you know that video was pretty okay and he says oh who the, you know who the fuck cares and he just and, the, and it cuts out. <laughs> he he actually did um has done this before. I can't remember which video. I think it's maybe Charmer by Amy Mann. He has somebody else playing him uh, at the beginning of the video as well. I don't think it's Andy Daly though. I think it's somebody else. Um, 
I can't remember who, but Tom Sharpley has had someone else playing him inside of a video before, so he has done this. I, I love this video so much. My favorite part is when uh, the old man is showing the vampire teenagers a scrapbook. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's my that was my highlight of this video. This um, video was I, I loved it. I actually really loved it. I thought it, I thought it was hilarious. You know, yeah. The old I wanted to see more of the old man. You know, um, uh, but yeah, him showing the the, the vampire, the va- skating vampires, uh, the scrapbook, and you know, you see the vampire. They're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right. that's cool. Yeah, He's yeah, like, Mr. Oh, okay. you know? genius, <laughs> fucking yeah. genius. Um, so good. Uh, I'd I'd love for this video to cut, like to the, for them to re- release this video without like the two minute preface at the beginning and just like see see people watching it and trying to figure out what the hell's going on because obviously you need that right. that three minute part for any of it to make sense. But yeah, it's it's such a fantastic. Tom Sharpling is is really good at um at music videos and this is a, a shining example of that. You know, I w- I wonder if uh, this is also maybe a commentary on product placement. Um, you know, maybe maybe it's it's a satirical look on product placement, and you know sometimes people just don't care, and they're like, yeah, the money, I'll take the money. I, I def I definitely think it is, and I also yeah, think it's sure. it, I also think it it plays on what people's perception of music videos are, um, like that there is even like bags of money involved, and like people like could could have like th- like there it would be not valuable at all for someone to like have their name attached to a music video as a writer like that wouldn't i don't think that serves serves anybody's needs and so um uh yeah it's really funny i think it's i think it plays with that as well people's perception of how how music videos work uh, for being in a thai restaurant i'm a big fan of thai food and Me too. and there was only really one food shot that i could discern and that was like an egg roll or maybe it was a spring roll but they i think it's an egg roll. It, was, it was sizable yeah, um, they weren't really showcasing Thai food in the best way, um, and the, but they they did spend two hundred dollars apparently, according to the Tom Sharpling actor, to be in that Thai food restaurant. So, um, but yeah, the, the old man, I, Chris, I definitely agree because like the old man is so like earnest. He right. you kind of feel for him, and especially when he like tries to dress him up in like uh, um, barbershop <laughs> quartet outfits, right? <laughs> like that, that's gonna help him for some reason. I love the thrill, the thriller ending of his, of her, of like the girl suddenly being the monster and then looking directly into the camera as it as it zooms in on her face is also a really really nice touch. I like that as well. Uh, Tom Sharpling. Thanks, Tom. We wanted to also just just mention because it's kind of odd that we haven't. Well, there's a few odd things going on. I guess we should talk about the guy who cut his penis off first. Yeah, let's do that one. Let's do that one. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I mean, there's a now, whole scenario. There's a lot of there's a lot of layers to this story. Um, uh, there's a rapper um, whose real name is Andre Johnson, and which is a no tra- right tragic last name for this scenario. And then um, uh, whose um, uh, rapper name is Christbearer, and uh, he's a rapper, and he's been linked to Wu Tang Clan, and although. Um, briefly, there was a post on Wu Tang's website where they were kind of mean. They were like, "We don't, we don't know this guy at all. Don't listen to that." Um, and then, and then that's since been deleted. And then there's just like links to the TMZ site there. But like in the and, and anyway, this gentleman, uh, Chris Barra, he he released a music video this week as well. And in this video, everyone's wearing shirts with with the Wu Tang symbol. And so I'm assuming that they actually are in some ways affiliated with Wu Tang Clan. Um, 
anyway, this guy uh, yesterday, yesterday being Wednesday, um, uh, in an apparent suicide attempt, um, first, uh, yeah, cut his penis off and then jumped off of a second story building uh, um, and survived. He's not alive, although I do hear that they um, sadly will not be able to reattach his penis um, mm. despite having it. So that happened. And, and there's a music video. And I guess, like, you know, I'm not going to play psychiatrist or anything like that. But, like, he seems uh, a little unstable in, in this music video. It's uh, some, of, some of his lyrics are kind of incomprehensible a little bit, at least to me. A little bit, yeah. And, and he's kind of, uh, um, you know, he seems a little wacky. This video was actually kind of perfect. You know, because you like even if you didn't if you didn't know about the story beforehand, you know, uh, just hearing the song itself, it's all over the place, just like the video. Them walking around Hollywood Boulevard and getting into like wacky, wacky shit. I, I think it's just, it's perfect. It's perfect. But I think a better video though would be him filming his penis being cut off. Wouldn't you guys well, agree? <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe there is footage of that. We're not sure. I, I, and I can't, I can't put the timing right. I can't tell if this video was released because this guy made the news and they were like, oh, shit, let's get this video out there now. Or if they put it out and right. it just so happened to be like hours prior to this guy um, cu uh, cutting his penis off. But but either way, that's it's a it's a pretty crazy story. And um, it's really it's really interesting that because um, I heard about it because I saw it on like Facebook trending topics. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, me nice. too. it's not me like too. this guy is he wasn't like a famous rapper by any stretch of the imagination. You know, this is. This video um, that came out this week is pushing like fifty thousand views, and that's all people who are there. I mean, every yeah. all, all the comments are like slice bearer, and you know, just people making fun of his name and and his penis. Did this video drop on Live Leak? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It wasn't know. Live Leak or or World Star. Because I mean, I think that be the appropriate place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If there is going to be a graphic penis cutting off video, it is going. Yeah, I would say Live Leak is the place it's going to be. I, yeah, this this whole thing seems ridiculously unhinged. Even the name of the song is just O O O H with an exclamation point. Yeah, I think it's pronounced Ooh. Yeah, there, I mean, we see if you if you go onto Twitter at any given time during the day or night and search, you know, new rap video. You will get, like, I've tried this before. Like, two years ago, I was like, I'm going to find every single video. And I had, like, a Twitter alert for, like, new music video. And I just couldn't keep up with the deluge of videos like this that were just, you know, um, kind of let's go out into the street and, you know, film just, like, you know, whatever's going on. And if it wasn't for this story, this I don't think it, this would be anywhere near 95K. Uh, right. And I would like to say that the guy... The one important part of the story that I, I think I understand is that this guy was on PHP or no, 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 PGP or something. I don't know. I have no clue about these kind of things. He was on some sort of mind-altering state, and that has always been one of my fears, that I'm going to be on some, some mind-altering state and do something to myself that will get me on TMZ. So, um, And people would look back and find your old rap, rap <laughs> Yeah, songs. my old raps, yeah. Say, say rapper, rapper Adam Fairhome. Uh, is uh, cut his penis off. Is it sort of, like, Doug, you mentioned they kind of disowned it and then they, they backtracked it a bit. Is it like a franchise-type thing? Because what I understood was that <laughs> it was like a, 
West Coast office of the Wu Tang, or or maybe I am mistaken, but I, I, he seemed it seemed to be relatively there. There seemed to be some paperwork somewhere that that had some connections. It was on their letterhead. There was a Wu Tang symbol on the letterhead. He was. I mean, he's certainly not in the Wu Tang Clan, or and he's not even Capadonna. But um, it was some. It was some kind of. It was some kind of. Uh, some kind of like loose affiliation. But there's a lot of issues with the Wu Tang Clan right now. Like Raekwon has has uh, taken a leave of absence because he says RZA, RZA sucks. So um, there's a lot. There's lots going on. They got. They got. They got a lot to worry about. Wu Tang Clan is. Um, yeah, I guess they're they're not so forever. Um, um, so so yeah, that's an interesting story. But I think we should talk about some of these other videos of this week. There was a lot of really good music videos that came out this week, and that we should talk about uh, some of the more some more of them. Can, can we talk about this Symphony Number no. Nine music video? Yes, because this is one that we haven't seen something quite like this before and Antonin Dvorak is a composer from like the 1800s he is not a artist an artist that we usually see on the site but there he is and apparently this is some sort of project where they're making music videos for 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 old classical pieces and this one is is basically 2 minutes and 57 seconds of these ladies twerking and they don't seem to be in particular like kind of twerking with the song. The whole I read the mission statement on the site, and it is along the lines of like you know we want to give me, uh, classical music the same you know treatment that popular music gets today, which I definitely get. Um, I'm right. interested to see. I think this is the first one that they've come out with, and I'm interested to see what they'll do next. And it, it's important to note that it, the girls, uh, I think it's Wavia, maybe is that how you say it? Those are the um, uh, ladies in it. They're a they're a dance team. And I don't think that's what you call it. It's not really a team. They don't compete, but uh, they they dance in music videos and um, and in this one particular, and um, and they've got some good moves. They've got some yeah. Adam Alexander level moves. They've got some moves. Going I have to video. I have to back the moves. You know, the, at the end of the video, you know, they have like a like a caption that says, you know, you've just listened to classical music, or you've just listened to three minutes of classical music. Which, you know, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, me personally, I, I heard nothing. I just saw and, yeah. you know, and, you know, basically fantasized. So, I mean, I don't know what you guys heard, but I heard something different. I heard butterflies. Um, I heard just, I just heard the sounds of me falling in love with these women uh, <laughs> twerking, twerking right. to uh, cl- classical music. So, you know. I've, I found the desire to look them up and then... Um, and then and then learn more, and then and then put their photos in our database. Um, that's weird. If you look at the screenshot of this, they're in front of some buildings, and those buildings, I am relatively sure, is the same location where they shot the the kind of famous uh, walking backwards scene from Gangnam Style. Um, I believe that is the exact same location, and I'm just actually looking it up right now. <laughs> Uh, because I want to, I want to make sure. But the the buildings in the background look exactly the same. Well, where are Wavia from? Are they Korean? They are South Korean. Yes. So it's possible. It's the one. The one thing that's interesting about Wavia um, that I found is because um, I did. I tried to complete these ladies' profiles. They have a following, and I wanted to represent them on the site. And and you can only find the two main girls um, with po- photos of just them individually. All the rest is the whole crew. Um, 
so it's interesting. They will only they they only feature the two the two main girls, and the rest not so featured. Yes, so. this is definitely the same location. Like definitely, I'm I'm doing looking at a side by side. They're literally the same location. So they're definitely a reference to Ganyam style in there. How about that? I do want to mention another video that came out this week that features some some um, some dancing at the end, and that is "Money" by Peace, directed by Ninian Ninian Doff, um, who has yes. has been on this podcast. Uh, I I love this video so much. The whole thing, the the end, like was kind of unexpected, but kind of this whole video was. Um, it starts out with like a business type guy who like goes through his day as a businessman and like basically his his sole job is to like do uh, like these really elaborate secret handshakes with people and um, and by the end of the video he's gone with like all his bosses to this crazy strip club and the stripper is a crazy lizard uh, with lady legs and then they start doing all all kind of drugs. You're and missing so much stuff in this video. What else happens? I think you no, got this it. Video, what this did video, he miss? No, that, that's miss? perfect. What that I, was perfect. Adam, I think happened? it was perfect. What happened? <laughs> what I miss? The fact that he's got like a wait, wait, like, so wait. So Chris, you were agreeing. You said that. Hold on. Yeah, so, I'm agreeing too. I like Doug's synopsis. That was good. Yeah, it was he perfect. It. So, <laughs> so first of all, I, I believe the ending is a reference to the sort of the conspiracy theory that you know the world is governed by these reptilian creatures who who phase oh, shift from one. Geez one dimension to the next and um are reptilian so you know any world leaders you know important you know world bankers stuff like that um if you go to reddit.com slash our conspiracy you can find all this kind of stuff i think that was very 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 clear and it seems to be a very like there's there's definitely a hierarchy here first of all i think you should cut your penis off and jump out a window (laughs) right well, first of all, he, no, so Doug, you you characterize that this is his job. This is definitely not his job. First of all, he's he goes through three separate levels, and it's very clear in the video that he's going through different chains of command. First of all, it's the guy in the bathroom. He he completes that first level. Then it's the more you know middle boss, and then he gets to the ending one. And each one he successfully completes. And by the end, he's sort of let into this upper echelon club where, you know, there is, you know, he's kind of, re- it is revealed this sort of reptilian, you know, world to him. And right. part of this reptilian world is that the, the entertainment is not strippers like it would be in any other, you know, normal context, but it is this, this weird stripper lizard person. Um, that is what I took away from the video. So I guess I guess I cu- I'm pretty close on that. I didn't I didn't initially think of like you know Donald Rumsfeld level lizard people uh, being our overlords, but now that you say that, uh, I'm on board with that with that theory. Um, but yeah, I guess like to him going through, I mean he, that could be his like I viewed it that way as like the levels and him kind of achieving different like like getting past the levels but i just kind of thought that is him kind of climbing this ladder of success kind of thing like he impresses his manager and then his manager takes him to the bigger boss but you know the way you the way you characterize it um i'm i'm not saying you're wrong i'm not as upset with you as you are with me uh so that's (laughs) that was pretty good adam fairholm that was pretty detailed you thought about this more than we did which is unusual (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a first. It's a, is this uh, a first? 
It would typically, typically, uh, it's me and Adam Alexander, uh, like, like looking really deeply into like Colin Tilly, Justin Bieber videos, um, and then not, and then, and then Adam being all right, all right, he like Adam conceding <laughs> that we make sense, <laughs> even though we probably are wrong. And so this is the first time, like, I was just like, I had a lot of fun watching these guys doing secret handshakes and yeah, I just seeing thought, lizard like, cool strippers. Hand- Exactly, cool handshakes and lizards. Yeah. I was in. I was down. I mean, and that was all I, I thought about. The lizard, though, I, I, that's where it jumped the shark for me, yo. Yeah, oh, that was like, a shark jump for you. That was too yeah. Far. I mean, the handshake. I was like, oh, this is sick, you know. Like, and they're very elaborate, you know. Um, and then he was led into, uh, you know, I, I honestly, I thought it was a chipmunk stripper. I, I thought I didn't. I was like, wow. I I think I would have preferred a chipmunk stripper. Well, if, than a it's a chip, if it's a chipmunk, it, then Adam's theory goes out the window. But it sounds like the lizard was like exactly what Adam was expecting. Adam was watching that whole video, like, oh, I can't wait for this lizard to cop come up. Is that true? Were you ready for it? In a way, because you know, what is he getting to? Because obviously, the, these things, these interactions are not expected, especially for the last boss. As soon as he kind of gives the the uh, some sort of look and it's both understood by both parties that they're going to go through this sort of ritual but if you're thinking of like the the kind of highest echelon of um sort of like peeking behind the curtain that you can get to that would be that would be it like and and and, i I think the but though is like you said it's you know world leaders that are lizards this was a stripper So you're right. saying that world leaders are really strippers or strippers are lizards? They should be strippers. So or in world, world leaders are lizards, so are the strippers. See, this is where my argument breaks down. We need to get off on for a commentary uh, so he can, he can give it some background. And I think Zach Stoltz um, did some VFX on this video, so maybe we'll ask him. Maybe he didn't get explained. It was just like put lizard on legs, and he did. But Big up. But yeah, big up to all the, all the peeps who we said their names. Well, I, you guys just need a big up button. Like, <laughs> you know, every time you mention somebody on the site, you press a button, soundboard, big up. I think we'll do that. A very like. Um... Can we get that soundbite from specifically from you, Chris? Yeah, whatever you guys need, I got you. Sweet. We'll have a we'll have a, a Chris Black soundboard. I like that. We we we're trying to like kind of innovate in terms of technology. First with the commentaries, next with the soundboards. Um, and I should mention that the reason that I'm usually detached and have very a cursory experience with all the videos we're talking about is because I'm the only developer on the site. So my job, right. my job <laughs> entails in writing code as well as watching music videos. Other shit. Um, but of course, that's no excuse, especially when these videos are so, so good. Sweet. I think there was one one more we wanted to. Kanye talk. West by Atmosphere. Ooh yeah. Is that the one? I I, I certainly like to talk about this one. That this is one where we all, we already have a director's commentary available from director Pete Lee, um, where he talks about um, the fact that the gentleman in this video is actually his landlord, um, and the only gunsmith left in San Francisco. Those are very interesting um, pieces of information, and there are more interesting pieces of information um, in that commentary. So check that out. That'll be in the show notes. I thought it, I, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, I thought it you know it was funny. That it was Asian woman or Asian man and a black woman as this couple that, you know, rob, you know, to, you know, they rob liquor stores or, you know, people just to support their lifestyle. I thought it was funny. You know, and I also thought it was interesting. Did you guys know, I'm, a, I'm a drop, dropping knowledge on you guys, that black women 
and Asian men are like the sing. They have the highest rates of single living. Like most of them aren't usually married, or so I thought. I thought it was hmm. a, a good, uh, a, a good pairing, if you will. That had, I did. I did not know that. that yeah, that is some knowledge. So, so they're the most likely to be single. Yes, in they're most likely to be single. And so I, I thought it was. I thought it was perfect. And I don't know if he, you know, if that was in, if he had that in mind. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was cool. I know, I know that he definitely had this, had his landlord in mind the whole time. That was definitely, he, he definitely, he knew this is the role his landlord was born to play. Uh, this is a, the role that his landlord was born, I think, because he's fantastic and they're all his guns. Um, and, and one story that I'll share that Pete Lee told me and he didn't mention in the commentary is that um the first one of the early days of shooting um the he, the uh his landlord was giving um gun lessons to everyone and he gave a gun uh to his co-star um that ended up being loaded and they didn't know that it was loaded and he gave her this gun and then someone noticed quickly and, and emptied it out but she could have murdered everyone so that's fun <laughs> That's a fun, fun story about uh, almost murder. Um, but but uh, that's but yeah. just what the music video industry needs is one of those like you know sort of stories because for all the run and gun of music videos, I don't really hear a lot of like this person got seriously injured. I have, I mean, there have been, and especially in the past year, several stories of injuries on film sets but for all the crazy stories we hear about music videos, they seem to be relatively safe. Right. So far. Yeah. So far, no haunted sets. <laughs> so good. So would good. You, would you agree with that, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think uh, maybe there should be more more uh, accidents on set, you know, give people an edge, you know. Great storytelling, like, yo, <laughs> I lost a leg while this angsty teen was crying, <laughs> floating in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's a lot of potential. I mean, with all those white kids up in the air, someone could fall and and hurt themselves very severely. Every, so, Chris, uh, every time you mention angsty white kids, I think of the Spike Jones, uh, the Suburbs video. I'm going to link to that in the show notes because for me, that for me, that is right. like the that is like the quintessential. I mean, it has like some dystopian elements to it, but it is, it is a a. Um, you know, a Spike Jones video, so there is a lot of right. teen angst. Which there's a lot of teen angst in the Arcade Fire, so I guess it kind of goes right. hand in hand. And and in America, I mean, it is here. It's, mm. it's here. It's around. <laughs> it has us. arrived. It's like <laughs> West Nile. <laughs> so did anybody else for a few days until they put the commentary up on the site live think that this was a Kanye West song called Atmosphere? Uh, who would oh. ever think of that? Whoever did that is a complete dumbass. Um, but yeah, no, I thought this was, this video was great. And that's funny that you mentioned that because if, you know, Chris, about the two groups that are most likely to be kind of single and often alone, yeah. because you, because when you're single and often alone, those are kind of the two groups that would get into the, would seem to be like the most likely candidates for pairing up for trouble. So while it is right. like a completely, you know, you know, odd, and I think Pete Lee describes it as an odd couple in the, in the film, uh, or in the commentary that, I guess it kind of does make a little bit of sense when you when you kind of put it in context. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not an Asian male or a black female, so I guess I'm just fucked. 
No, just, wait. I, no one's gonna make a video, but oh, I, I can be the floating angsty white teen. I can be the floaty. I'm not a teen anymore, but but I can still float. Still got plenty of angst, angst, though. Let's not. Let's. I've not. got the angst. I can float. It's Chris, nice. you make a video. I'm in it. I'll be there. All right, I got you, I'll man. Flo- I'll be floating and crying. I can do okay. it. Okay. All right. Now I think we, we, I told you we would. Um, we um, we talked about it a bit last week. We actually had Norton on with us but um uh chris you you mentioned you you wanted oh, us man. to talk yeah. talk about the 25 bucks by danny brown music yeah. video and i'm curious why uh why this video in particular uh did you want us to talk about well you know i think uh i, I think it was the last video that kind of came out that you know a few of my friends and i just discussed um you know also norton and i have had like a little thing a little if, if you will, you know, nothing serious. You know, I, I love Denny Brown as an artist. I think he's dope. Um, anything he, he puts out, I always check for. You know, s- same thing with a lot of other artists. You know, I love them as the artist first, and I love to see what, uh, you know, the visual representation of their art uh, looks like. You know, so, I mean, this video this video wasn't bad. It was it was all right. You know, um, I, I just thought that, the you know, it could, there could have been more done. Um you know the 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 motion control or the 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 family uh i guess the memories of you know growing up um i it, it was almost done like an af- as an afterthought you know um, <clears throat> i felt like there maybe could have been more to the story um to the narrative rather um you know it was it, it wasn't bad it wasn't bad but it wasn't it wasn't that good you know so. No, and 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 uh, we've talked. Adam talked earlier about some of the things you tweet about in some of your tweets, and I know that one of the things you tweet about pretty frequently um, is uh, hip hop videos, um, and yeah. and how you know you <laughs> sometimes are uh, tweet at directors directly and uh, let them uh, know how you feel about their their hip hop videos. Um, I'm curious what what it is about some of the uh, other hip hop videos, some of the ones that you might be talking about in these tweets that. Um, that you're not not so fond of i mean i think you know that you know going back to the original topic of tropes you know when you when you look at hip-hop videos you know we're all familiar with the tropes of you know women cars money you know very flashy big lifestyle you know we're but the thing is you know i feel like we're at a different point creatively with you know people making music and uh seeing videos but still when you watch a hip hop video, you know, the, the late nineties still has, you know, carried over into, you know, some boring videos, you know, and, and I think it's a thing of rappers aren't taking chances. Maybe labels aren't taking chances with anything weird. Um, you know, that's why I, I love art, like an artist like Earl Sweatshirt, you know, not just because of his, his skill and his talent, but, you know, again, Hero Mirai, like did something dope that was different than rap videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the standard, the standard, um, and I mean, yeah, Colin Tilly, you know, you take Colin Tilly, he makes the same flashy music video for every rapper. And it's like, and, and that sucks because, you know, I know you're a big rap fan. You guys are big rap fans. Uh, you know, I am too. So for me, it's not, it just, it doesn't stop with just the music. It's the video as well. So when I see, you know, uh, you know, Rick Ross or Future or any of these other guys who make, you know, these really dope songs and you're like super hyped for the video, you see the video and you're just so disappointed that it makes you, you know, and, and, you know, and I get it. I get that it's a business. It's, you know, um, you know, sometimes rappers have very crazy schedules and they don't really give a shit about, 
you know, what they're, what the video means or doing something different. But, you know, if you look at rappers like Jay or Kanye, um, you know, a few others, they do, they definitely uh, strive to do something different, you know, and they don't do it different because, oh, I want to be different to stand out. It's just like they're mature in their aesthetic and their taste and, you know. Maybe Tyler, the creator, too, would be another good example of someone yeah. kind of breaking out of the, the mold a bit. Yeah, even Tyler, you know, like he's got some videos that, you know, I'm not I'm not like that crazy about, but he's got some the ones that I do like. I'm like, OK, this is dope, you know, because, um, yeah, yes, he's young and, you know, it's it's the odd future. Like, we don't give a fuck. We're crazy. We're kids. We're still kids, you know, and I think uh, having that definitely serves uh, his aesthetic visually. Um, but, yeah, he's taking a chance. He's not afraid to do something different. You know, and I th- I think even in 10 years, he may be doing like, you know, cool movies. Um, but yeah, for the most part, rappers, you know, rappers suck. You know, they they really have bad. T- when you think about it, they have bad taste. If you've seen Cribs, you know, <laughs> rappers. Seriously, like, <laughs> come on now. You so, know? So, so do you think that it's do you think that that's it's it's really driven a lot by the artist then like for example if you listen to the um the director commentary that we have um with abteen on the peso video for asap rocky he mentions how he went to asap and he had like a binder with an idea ready to go and rocky's just like you know i just i just want to rap uh do, do you think that it's it's really driven by like the the artist that, w- yeah. that where the creativity is gonna be be welcome or not I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I think the artist definitely drives the creativity. You know, I mean, when the whole ASAP thing, when it went down, I had I reached out to ASAP Rocky, and I met him and presented Abteen's original idea, which was a narrative, exclusive. I don't know, I don't know if people care about that, but <laughs> it was it was a narrative, and it was a really you know cool narrative, you know, set in New York. And then that's when Rocky was like, Nah, I just want to rap. He's like, I like this idea. We'll use it for another song. But I just want to rap. And I think it's, you know, him, him, you know, being introduced to us. We, you know, we saw Purple Swag um, and that was the first video. But when you saw Peso, he's rapping in front of like Harlem. That's he's Harlem through and through. You know, Tyler, the creator, messed it up for young rappers. Um, and w- what I mean by that is that, you know, Tyler, when AG and I did the Earl video, you know, that blew up and, you know, um, we were set to do another video for Odd Future, for uh, Damo Genesis. And then um, I was talking to Tyler, and Tyler basically said, we're doing everything ourselves now. Hey, this is Adam. At this point in the conversation, Chris's microphone dropped out, and we couldn't get him back on Skype, so we gave him a call. story is, so yeah, Tyler messed up for young rappers. Uh, we were going to do another video for uh, Damo Genesis, who's also an Odd Future, uh, when Tyler Tyler told me, he said, you know, we're doing everything in-house from now on, you know, and so, you know, they're in charge of everything, their merchandising, their aesthetic, just Tyler is the man. So I think um, that has influenced somebody like Rocky, who's, you know, kind of in the same age range and demographic, um, where he, you know, wants to be in control of everything, you know, not only is he like, no, he picked out his clothes and he's fashionable but he also you know and beats and everything else but also the videos as well you know and when you have somebody like two chains compared to rocky two chains is in 
doesn't really care about, you know, um, you know, coming up with an idea for a video or, uh, you know, someone usually pitches it to him like, Hey, we want, this is what we'll do to make you look cool, blah, blah, blah. Whereas somebody like Rocky, Tyler, any other younger rapper or younger artist, they have a vision of what they want and, you know, they can communicate that to, you know, somebody and say like, Hey, I directed this, that kind of thing. So I think, you know, um, it, it's not enough for rappers to just rap anymore. And I guess, and I guess that's the you know the the, face, the changing face of music is that you know it, it's not enough to just be a rapper or a musician like you have to be this genius who's like you know yes I do video I do I direct my own videos or you know I I you know whatever you know so right which is it's surprising that that Hero was even able to like find his way in there with Earl because Earl other than the hero videos has done all videos that were directed by Tyler. And, and, and I like, I'm a fan of Tyler's aesthetic and the, and the videos he does um, that he directs as well, because I, I think that they don't fall into a lot of those hip hop tropes. And so anything, anything in hip hop that doesn't, doesn't fall into that stuff and isn't like just trying to make the rapper look like a, like a cool rich guy. Uh, you know, right. I, I, I'm drawn to that stuff. Um, yeah. But but you know I I see I see what you mean as well like Tyler kind of he does he owns all of their stuff everything that everything that he's they're doing he's he's involved with um, so yeah it is interesting that that hero was able to find his way in there and um, but it's good also that he was yeah um, I think that will do it for us for this podcast I did um, I th- I do too I think we talked about all right. the videos so we want to. Thank you, Chris, for joining us on the podcast. If you go to the show notes, and if anybody is a new listener and they're, they're wondering where the hell are these show notes, just go to imvdb.com slash podcast and you'll see all 102 plus one episodes of the IMVDB podcast. Um, and you'll see links, including the one for Chris Black on Twitter, uh, which is at the Black, which will link there. Definitely follow him. Um, yeah. As well as the IMVDB, IMVDB page. I can't even say our own site. Um, for for both Chris's producing work and um, his also director duo work. So thank you very much, Chris, for joining us. No doubt. Thank you guys for having me. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the site. Big fan of what you guys do, uh, Doug. Your uh, <clears throat> your Skype picture looks like Benny Sings, that album. I'm sure you know. <laughs> okay. It looks, I'm like, I was like, whoa, is this Benny Sings right now? Um, no, but you guys, you, like, I honestly, I do love what you guys do because, you know, me, I love music videos. Um, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a little older than some of my peers and I've been watching music videos since I was, you know, a teen, probably earlier. So that's why, that's why I'm so passionate about, you know, and I think you guys are definitely doing a good job on, you know, keeping it alive. So, yeah. Keep on we, doing your thing. We appreciate it. Keep banging. We, 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 we will bang along. May just be the internet can't handle us tonight. No. Too much. Awesome. It's like that song, uh, The Club Can't Handle Me Right Now. Yeah, exactly. Is that a Flo Rida song? Mm-hmm. I think it is a Flo Rida song now that you mention it.
Flowrider, he's he doesn't get as much attention as Pitbull, but he's better. His name Pitbull's is the worst. Yeah, he's yeah, definitely gentlemen. Better. Yo, there he is. We did. There it. we go. There back, we go. Back. We, nice and nice and clean too. We were just talking Woo. about uh, Flowrider versus Pitbull in terms of representing Florida. Uh, um, Trick Daddy. <laughs> That's yeah. Oh, all right. Oh yeah. All right. Go. I'm with that. <laughs> Way better. Way better than both of those guys. Definitely. I mean, if we if we have to pick between Flo Rida and uh, Pitbull, I I'd probably say I'd probably say uh, Pitbull. Hmm. Um, I think I think Pitbull is more more versed. He's got <laughs> he's got more more talent. silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Doug, Doug and I are both Florida. Grew up in Florida, so we have we have such strong emotional ties. Um, to everything Florida, right? We we love it, love it hard. Um, I guess we should I'll also mention Florida. Did you guys hear that? I'm sure you guys heard this story about the. Uh, I read this today. The the woman who bought crack went like on a crack binge, and she was seven months pregnant. Gave birth in a, like a motel room, and chewed the um, umbilical cord. Holy shit! Did you guys read about that? I mean, no. Oh, no. and of course, What's I mean that? it's trademark Florida, like just batshit crazy. Is... No offense, no. But uh, it, 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 it's a uh, it's a pretty interesting article. That's insane. I think I've I heard w- uh, plenty of that story now. Just now, that was enough of the story. That, that was not a Facebook trending topic, so I didn't. No, I didn't it. see that on Facebook. <laughs> she didn't make any. She didn't make any songs with Wu Tang, and so she's right. not, she's not famous enough.